It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. Did you guys read the new Chrissy Teigen stuff yesterday? No. The new one, like her oh. apology? Or the no, new- after the apology, someone else came out and no. showed a extremely detailed where he was like, hey, I didn't, they, someone photoshopped this of me saying this word and it, it was proved it was it was true that he didn't actually say this racist statement, right? I think it's from uh, one of those shows that Lunchbox watches, those model shows, Runway. Oh, right? America's Next Top Model? Something like that. Project I, Runway. Yeah, something. I don't know, one of those shows. So he was. So he reached out to her, he was like, hey, will you talk to me? And here's my number, call me. And she's like, no, you're going to get what you deserve. And then he writes this whole long thing yesterday going, hey, she like blackballed me. She. This is after the apology came out. And then he showed the receipts of their communication. I believe it to be true, but I mean, you guys could have photoshopped that the same. But I don't know. I, people believe him. But it was brutal yesterday. So I mean, I, yeah, I missed that. But I mean, if it was before, it's not like it ha- she issued the apology and then did that. I mean, she was very transparent in the apology that she definitely did like some things she was not proud of and has, you know, worked towards being different and is in a completely different place now. So I don't know. Some pretty brutal. Online bullying stuff. I know. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. what that's what it's all about. The Courtney Stodd and stuff was crazy, where she was like, "Yeah, kind of wishing she'd die." Yeah, he told mm-hmm. her, he told her to, yeah, end it. The guy's name is Michael Costello. He's a designer. He's accusing Chrissy Teigen of uh, Teigen of bullying. Said he was so humiliated, and then kind of showed some of the text. Maybe it was DM DMs. exchange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff was on Twitter. So, but then here's what happens, right? And I bring this up. Then Leona Lewis who sings the song from back in the day. I keep, I keep bleeding, bleeding I keep, keep, keep bleeding. She comes out and she's like, okay, listen, I'm not saying you're not telling the truth, but let me tell a story about you being awful to me. And her point is, and we sit here all day and just go, well, this person was mean here, this person was mean there. And, it, and none of it isn't uh, true or it's not, it, you know, it's still meaningful when they hurt us. But he's like, she's like, don't throw stones. Yeah. Because here's the exact story of you treating me like crap, sure. making me feel terrible, telling me that I – not dressing me for in a show that you said to show up. It was just a whole – this is interesting. I hate cancel culture, by the way. Like, hate it. I do think there should be repercussions for if you do something dumb, but I definitely don't think you can't work your way out of situations. Right. As long as you don't touch a kid or kill somebody or hurt an animal, like – I kind of feel like you can rehabilitate yourself or go, that was so long ago. And look how I've changed since then. Like, let my work also speak for me. It's just like with the Morgan Wallen stuff too. When that happened, I was like, we can't, you can't cancel the guy. Does he need to probably go and fix some stuff? Yeah. And so he should probably take some time off. And I got crushed for that. But you know what he did? He took some time off. And then he came back and he's loved and welcomed. And he's like, hey, look, I've learned my lesson and, I mean, the fact that it has to be one way or the other, that it's like, you're absolutely right, you're absolutely wrong, mind-blowing to me. Yeah, it's not black and white. I always feel like being sensible, and I've said this before, that's where you get beat up the most because you don't jump on any of the big teams. And I feel like I try to live in that sensible place where I always just feel like I'm getting pounded. Because there's no team of sensibility. There's a team of way over here, you're right. There's a team over here, no, you're right, you're wrong. And so, but the Chris Teigen stuff has gotten brutal. And this guy comes out yesterday and says this, and Leon Lewis is like, okay, got it. You absolutely have the right to say that. I believe you. But just so you know, 
This is what you did to me. Mm-hmm. And that chain can go on forever. And, and then somebody could probably ever. go, hey, Leanna Lewis, this is you what you did, did to me. Somebody could probably come and say, Bobby, you did this. And right. I could be like, but you did this. <laughs> My point is, one, I don't like cancel culture at all. Two, boy, the Chrissy Teigen stuff will just show you how you can be on a high, on a real high. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, kick the leg. Mm. Boom, you're at the bottom. But I don't think she should just be eliminated from life now. You know? Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I think that... She probably is a different person. She probably is humiliated. Why is she humiliated? Because she got caught or because she, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a lot of that's on us too for like just believe like we think we know people and, and that's on us that, you know, if we're getting fooled by people like that's I don't know. Like don't start believing people you don't know. Well, a good not, song. We, don't start <laughs> believing. And what by us, he doesn't mean like literally us. Like none of us were hashtagging cancel Chrissy Teigen. No, and I wasn't <laughs> hashtagging cancel Morgan Wallen either. Right. But because I wasn't, I was getting pressure from a side of the industry that was like, hey, we need you to step up and say Morgan Wallen needs to be gone. And I was like, you're out of your mind. I don't need to tell you who that was. I don't have to say I don't have to say that. And then there's obviously another side that's like, you need to be there saying he needs to be back on the radio tomorrow. I'm like, no, I don't need to say that either. Like I can only say how I feel. And I'm not even saying I'm right. I'm just saying this is how I feel. It's a weird, weird time right now. Mm-hmm. You or, blame all this on uh, COVID again? I blame it on Russia. Oh, mm-hmm. Russia. Don't even know why. Just blame it on Russia. I blame it on Putin <laughs> yeah. and Bitcoin. <laughs> Things I can't really explain. But the Chrissy Teigen story, I spent a while um, reading up on that yesterday. She lost some major endorsements because of it. But I do believe that she or anyone else should have a shot to get back in the game. He didn't touch a kid. He didn't get drunk and kill somebody. Yeah. He didn't hurt, he didn't kick a dog, you know, and hurt an animal on purpose. Like those are kind of the categories where I'm like no bounce back. Otherwise, I hope when I mess up people give me a, a shot. Because to do what we do for a living, anybody, where you get on and you talk for 5 hours and you hope you never get in trouble. I've been in some real trouble on this show in my well, I mean, where million dollar fines, lunchbox went to jail, mm-hmm. got sued a bunch of times. Good times. Like I've really screwed up a bunch, and thank God that our listeners are like, you know what? We kind of know he's a good dude and got a good heart. Sometimes does dumb stuff, but so because of that, I don't want to jump on and be like cancel somebody because I could have been canceled a few times. So just a weird, weird, wild story. I hope everyone is able to therapeutically get back to a good place. All parties involved. Chrissy Teigen. Courtney Stodden. Yeah, that was a tough one. Uh, what was the guy's name? The the designer, Mike? It was... Lunchbox just had him up. Michael Costello. I hope his pain is real. Leona mm-hmm. Lewis. Everybody's pain is real. But I don't think it has to last forever. I think people can work back from situations and be part of society again in the industry they've chosen. Now, if you just suck, you just shouldn't come back and get to be a singer if you're a sucky singer. I'm not <laughs> saying that, but Leon Lewis is a good singer. Um, but I just wonder now if someone comes out and goes, okay, Leona Lewis, you want to say that? Well, let me tell you what you did. So anyway, I spent some time reading up on that yesterday, which I don't read up as much on that anymore. And I also find I don't know, there's just so many different sects, S-E-C-T-S, of like fame now. 
like Caitlin was talking about some documentary on Hulu that she started watching about a housewife and some other old guy. A lawyer? Yeah. And oh. she was like, I got to watch this. And I'm like, okay, we'll go and watch it. I knew nothing about the story. She showed me a picture of them. I was like, oh, I scrolled past that on E! E! News. I didn't read it though. Yeah. Oh, it's terribly sad. And she's like, but there's this big story. I'm like, that. I guess there's just so many stories that I don't know all the stories now. So tell me what happened there. Well, so she's a Real Housewives, uh, one of the cast members, and she is married to, or was married to, this like uber wealthy lawyer dude. Really old guy, you look like. Really old. Like it was all. It was awkward to watch them on camera together because it was like a girl with her grandpa. Situation. Oh, not even dad, grandpa. Yeah. Okay. Like grandpa, straight up. Like at any minute, you might. I was thinking, like, when is he gonna? Is he okay? <laughs> is that what everyone thinks? Not saying it's true or not, but does everyone think she's with them for the money? So he dies, she gets it. Absolutely, but she uh, said no. It was it was real love, and they've actually had been together for a very long time. Now I don't know if they're officially divorced or whatever. I haven't watched Real Housewives in a in a little bit, but I do know some of the story of what he did, and he just had. Um, what did he do? Uh, he had poor practices as a lawyer, like really fraudulent and scammed people for money and it's just really terrible situation and so i think how he got his money sometimes wasn't always you know of good standards or like i I don't know i haven't watched the documentary yet i want to but yeah we actually i we actually know someone who knows someone that was scammed by him so it's kind of i think i probably have a little bit more interest in it i of all i mean i think you took 40 seconds. And I said this respectfully. I have no idea what you just said. I know, because I don't know this. Oh. Like, I feel like I learned nothing about with it. With, with Other it, than that, he's said. a dirty lawyer. Okay, great. If he so said did that. he go to prison? If he scammed people, wouldn't he be And in how did he scam them? Did he scam kids, hospitals? Yeah, I, I don't. I'm Other not, housewives? Well, I watched de- that. I'm not going to say the details of the story <laughs> that I know, because I don't know if that part's public. So I don't know publicly what he has been specifically in trouble for. In the special, streaming now on Hulu, various legal experts and those accusing Tom of embezzlement and questionable legal practices discussed the scandals surrounding the former couple, all which came to light following Erica's divorce filing last year. So maybe this is multiple stuff and not one big one? Yeah. No, I mean, he's a... I guess that's the way I'll sum it up. Sorry I went a roundabout way, but he's a a dirty lawyer. Oh, I'd watch that. He's done people wrong, and I do want to watch it, and I've just heard that it's, like, really, really sad. Oh, I don't like that then. But she watched most of it yesterday and was like, man, this, but she's also a big Housewives fan. Yeah. On most, she doesn't like Dallas. She thinks Dallas is dumb. Yeah, but she's on, this is a Beverly Hills yeah. one, so it's a good one. She likes Beverly Hills, which I'll occasionally sit in on. The one that I like is Salt Lake City. Yeah, that one's Why? interesting. Well, that's another, well, speaking that's of That's the one she's married grandpa, to her grandfather. Like, oh, literally. That's right, that's right. But not her blood grandfather, Step. the guy who was married to her yes. grandmother, so she could retain control of the church, and then they have kids, and that drew me in. And I was like, I got to watch this. And then we Crazy. saw one of them. We were in California, uh, me, Mike, and Caitlin, and we were shopping in some store, and Caitlin's like, there's one of the housewives right there. I was like, the ones I like? And she was like, yeah, I didn't recognize her. <laughs> because they don't look as glamorous when they're just out and about. But, Yeah. Uh, well, that girl's been dropped by her lawyers. Like they said, we ain't representing you anymore after watching the documentary. Oh, really? Yeah. So they saying she knew? Uh, they said we are not going to represent her anymore. Oh. They could just be getting so much pressure, too. Yeah, she's the one with the alter ego called Erica Jane. No idea what that is. No idea? No, okay. I don't watch enough of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll watch some of the New York. Cause that's, that's another good one. Because mm-hmm, I feel like they're real. more A little more real. A little yeah, more gritty. It's all real. <laughs> okay, let me take it back. I feel like 
who they are seems a little more who they actually are, like who they really are. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Because the cutaways are always real weird to me, and I know this has been a, a standard practice of the Housewives franchise. When they cut away and they're doing the interviews with them in their house, and they're just glammed up like they're going to prom. Uh huh. I always feel like that's kind of weird. But that's the brand of that show. Yeah. I'm not saying it's... To me, I'm always like, if you're looking this fake right now, are you telling me the truth, too? So Probably not. Right. But okay. Well, yeah, but she's enjoyed it so far. Yeah, I'm going to watch. Wow. So she recommends we watch it. I just haven't gotten to yet because I've had to she watch... She had 11 minutes left. She got a call yesterday and she had to stop it, but she said it was good. Okay, then I'm going to watch it. I Once I get done watching the Weather Channel or whatever I'm watching. We did watch some more Teen Mom yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I, we didn't do an update today because it's not horribly fascinating to go no. over it every single day. <laughs> so on Friday, we'll kind of catch up on everybody's hobbies right. that we had. Um, what I'm wondering is if Morgan ends up finishing the diamond art. This is just my thoughts about this. Um, I know Eddie listened to the Razorback Daily again. Mm-hmm. Is it still as sad? Oh, yeah. They've moved on now. They have. Yeah. I can't I can't get. I can't listen right now. I'm still in mourning that we're not going to the College World Series. And I can't even – I can't even – double-click an Instagram story where they're talking about it or an Instagram feed because they can't take it right now. No, they're, they're good. They've moved on. They're focused more on all the championships you guys have had throughout the whole year. So that's really good. All, a lot of sports. We, we need something. Softball team was good. They talk about hiring Dow Loggins yet? Yes, the tight ends coach. Shit. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm a fan now, dude. I know all about your team. <laughs> uh, Jeff Bezos' wife has given away $2.7 billion. Love it. Basically $3 billion. Amazing. To a lot of, right. We've been talking about the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, look yeah. at her. It's awesome. She comes, she gets all this money, and she's like, you know what? I don't need this money. Why am I? I don't know that I would be this good. Oh, how much do you have left? A lot. You know how sometimes they do the math of like, that's equivalent to us giving away 20 mm-hmm. bucks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. Jeff Bezos' ex wife, Mackenzie, just gave $2.7 billion to various charities. That's on top of the $6 billion she gave away last year. Wow. And that's the most that's ever been donated to charity. She says believe. she's concerned about the concentration of wealth in the hands of just a few. She is worth $59.1 billion. Boom. Right, so like she's... So it doesn't matter if that's equivalent to us donating $100. But it's, like... It's just that she has too much that she just literally can't give all of it away. Yeah, there's no she's way. Trying. And then also, is that does <laughs> that she get to like write that off? Does that help her? That doesn't her matter, though. She doesn't need more. I'm joking. Mm. Well, people do that, though. That well, that is wild that she has fifty nine point one billion. Wait, but what's wrong if people do that? Billion. It's just. I mean, I'm just saying, like, sh- that's not what she's doing. Oh. People do that to oh, their advantage. She's. Not I don't doing know that. that she's not doing it. She might. But yeah. she is. But why? What do you mean? If she's given so much to charity, because she wants to give it to uh, organizations and not the government. Government. Yeah. yeah. And then you take that money that you didn't give to the government and your taxes. You can also re-give that away to other charities. Yeah. Right. Hey, learn how money works, Eddie. Sure, but I'm. Sure, I read a book. I'm sure she's dad, not anti-government. Dad. She's. How do you know? I don't know. She could be. Well, hey. I'm not anti-government either, but it's I, still just a way of having more control over how your extra money is spent, or your not extra, your money. Sometimes I go, I love that. Our money's taxed because I get to drive down the street and mm-hmm. not wreck and not have and have cops and firefighters. But then sometimes I hit a pothole and I'm like, what the crap, man? I pay my taxes. <laughs> like, they hit a pothole, broke my car axle. I was like, where am I? What country am I in? I'm paying good money to have this crap yeah. fixed. Well, our, okay. What? When I was going to go on a thing about how our, our roads actually are really nice. I know they are, but sometimes mm-hmm. I get a little Beyonce when I break my car axle yeah. driving down the road. You ever mm-hmm. driven in Mexico? I drove in Haiti. That's brutal, huh? I mean, yeah, Oosh. it's awful. We People go in every direction. It's 2021, and there's still debris in the middle of the roads from the earthquake in 2010. I'm like, dumb, <laughs> is my point. Mm-hmm. I, 
Yeah. Just yes, so we need to break this down. I it's not anyone's fault that there's a big pothole in the middle of the road. But when it when I hit and it breaks something, it costs my car two thousand dollars worth of damage, I get irritated going, Can somebody fix a pothole? Yeah. This happened to me, it happened to other people too. And then I'm like, dang those taxes. But in case the government's listening, I pay them. Yeah. <laughs> and I love them. I love to pay them. Uh, Eddie had a big bill for oh plumbing gosh. in his house. Yeah, and they're working on it today. I found out yesterday. I don't know if you remember. I had to walk out of the studio. My wife hit me with. Uh, oh, I saw that yesterday. You, yeah. had, you, you said I got to take a call, and you walked out. She said, "Can you talk for a second? So I took the call, and the plumber was there. Our water heater went out. Our baby threw another toy down another toilet. Oh, and really? Our disposal, our garbage disposal, got, went out and is leaking. So now we're looking at house damage from the leak. I don't know how long it's been leaking under the sink. No one checked. So we're looking at possibly thirty five hundred. <gasps> that number's up from what you sent me yesterday. Correct. Oh. Correct. Because I didn't know we had water damage. Well, insurance. Oh, water damage is the worst. We're dealing with that now. I was going to ask you that. Like you're, you've been dealing with Dude, water damage. The house. Listen, I love the house we bought, but we knew there was a lot of work. That needed to be done on this house. We have there's we've not stopped on like in the guest room now. They had to peel up a bunch of the floor because it was just water damage underneath it. And there's nothing you can do with water damage. It's the worst. Yeah. Y'all are like Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. I don't know what Overboard. That, no. Or the what's the movie? What's that movie? Money Pit. Who's in That's, that? Uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Oh, never mind. The goat. <laughs> Wrong people. Oh. <laughs> So, but in a thirty-five hundred dollar bill, where if it's all spread out, that's not really an insurance payment, is it? No, and that's the estimate too. And, and you're talking about charges of like they're charging from I got to move the washer and dryer because that's in the way of the water heater, and now it's all it's it could be affecting my my wife said today that the heater the dryer's not working too. So, dude, that stinks. When it rains, it pours. They should write a song mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. <laughs> For us, we had two bathrooms flood at the same time because that whole part of the house the plumbing was messed up, and so we. Is t- and listen, this is not a big problem. Yeah. I mean, there are real problems in life. But whenever they come in and they go, oh, yeah, here's an unexpected bill. Your two bathrooms, of- bedrooms are flooded. I got to rip out two complete bathrooms. You're like, dang, man, crazy. Yeah, I know. Very expensive. Sorry to hear that. Thank you. So I'm dealing with that right now. Yeah, I knew when you left the studio, un- very uncharacteristic, mm-hmm. in the middle of something. I never do that. You pick up a phone and walk out. It's like me leaving to go to the bathroom during a show. She had the plumber there, and she's like, I need to make a decision on this now. Like, what do we do? And I said, all right, I'll call you in a second. Good luck. Thanks, man. On the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson, she has on Jody White, a licensed therapist and attachment trauma specialist. And so check this out. They dissect the danger of if-then statement mentality and talk about finding a relationship that truly works. So if you are continuing to find yourself in a dysfunctional or chaotic relationship, you know, this podcast is a must-listen. I'm told. I'm, Mike D even wrote this podcast as a must listen. Oh. So check out Velvet's Edge with Kelly Henderson. Speaking of Mike D, I've been curious about Loki, Mike, on Disney Plus. Yeah. Because they're putting out one episode a week. It's not binging time. One a week, yep. You've watched that episode? Yeah, it's pretty good. I think you'll like it. I love time travel. Yeah, you love time travel. You like the Avengers movies. If you've seen the last Avengers movie, you'll like this show. Kaylin hasn't seen the Avengers, though. At all? Mm-mm. Oh, she might not get it. There's some stuff you need to know. Loki is the evil brother of Thor. Yes. Does he, if it's a spoiler, don't respond to this. Does he remain a bad guy in this series? Or is he like a bad guy you root for? You don't really know yet, but so far you're rooting for him. Morgan, did you watch it? Yeah, I like it a lot. The next episode just came out today. Do you think you'll root for Loki? Yeah, he's he's never been the bad guy that you hated. He's always been the bad guy that you kind of adored in all of the movies. He's just not... That's not his personality. He has a lot of comedy to him. 
And so, so far, I really like him. And even if he does end up bad, I'll probably still end up rooting for him. Isn't it weird how they can make us root for bad people in shows? Yeah. For example, what was the uh, gangster series on HBO, The Sopranos? Mm-hmm. Like, that was like, he was like the first anti-villain, anti- Anti-hero. Anti-hero. Tony? Yeah, Tony Soprano, where he's like, like a bad dude, but you kind of go, eh, he's relatable, he's got real problems, kind of root for him. And who's the guy that you secretly root for? Well, Breaking Thanos. Bad. Oh, Thanos, to me, if that story's just told from a different perspective, he's the good guy. Yeah. I was doing a, spe- a charity speech once, and I got on. You brought Thanos into that? Someone had said something <laughs> about it. And I went up Crazy. and did like 15 minutes in the middle of it, and I was like, let me tell you about Thanos. And did this whole, because somehow it related, I'm sure related. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but Breaking Bad, Walter White. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. He is an anti-hero. Hero. Because mm-hmm. you know, just know that, I, I feel like that's just people in general. If you know their whole story and understand why they're acting the way they are, you feel a little more empathetic to them. Cruella. Yep, Cruella. That's, that's great. You both really like that. Yes. Because she's a villain in the cartoons, but you learn her backstory and you learn why she's a villain. So then you kind of go, I get it. El Chapo. No. No way. What are you talking about? What? Wait, what? What? <laughs> Even like Pablo Escobar. That's like, a joke. You can get his whole story and you're still like, oh, I don't feel bad for you. Yeah. I mean, but something had to go wrong with them. Other anti-heroes, Mike? Uh, Venom. Never watched it. Don't know anything about him. Mm-mm. Isn't he like Junior Varsity Spider-Man? He's like an evil Spider-Man in a way. But you Does kinda he kind of look more. like Spider-Man? Yeah, he look, he's like a yeah, black Spider-Man. Oh. Okay. He's, his whole suit is black? Yeah. Got it. Okay, and? Mm. I mean, you could argue like some horror characters, like Michael Myers. You kind of root for him in a way. You do. No. I never rooted for him, Me but either. you're saying because we know the trauma they went through as a kid that made him that way. Yeah, you understand it. Yeah. Somebody commented on Facebook, Darth Vader. Oh, mm. that's great. Because you do Anakin, and you don't root. F- I'm not a Star Wars guy, so I'm just going to talk out of my butt for a second. But I do know the story. You don't. In the old movies, because you don't know why he's, you just know he's a mm-hmm. villain. But when they go backward, you learn about his story and you go, oh, I see why he's such a douche. Sort of yeah. like the new Cruella DeVille. Yeah. We just, that's, I know. That's a good one. I know you just <laughs> said it, but I'm saying that's why we now know. All we said was that it was Cruella. I but was I, saying- watched, I watched the old um, 101 Dalmatians and I, she's, to me, she wasn't even that mean in 101 Dalmatians. Like, it was a kid's movie. Did she want to like, kill the dogs or something? She <laughs> wanted to make them into fur. Like, that was the whole thing. You two, Amy and Eddie, are the two that we constantly have to go, we just said that on the show. Yes. No, I heard y'all no, say no, that. No, no, I know, but I'm okay. just saying in general. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, but I'm I just I'm not arguing like, with you. Yeah, yes. it's you two who we always have to go. It, like, right now, if Eddie went, Venom, we'd go, classic Eddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eddie, is, we just said Venom. What kind of thing, uh, uniforms do you wear? He wears a uh, black Spider-Man ah, outfit. There you go. Right. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, they, they say John Rambo, like Rambo from back in the day. Yeah, I mean, he's a vet. I mean, because he was misunderstood in the very beginning. I love Rambo. Me too. I, yeah, he was Bones, awesome. I'm waiting for the day I can show Rambo to my kids. Rambo like, was awesome. I want to watch that with him so bad. You can Jer- watch it. Your 13-year-old can watch it. Yes, but I want all of them to watch oh, it. Oh, gotcha. Did you ever watch Commando with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, not no. the same. But that was better. That was the best. Commando was awesome. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. Uh, Tiger Woods is returning to LA after a car crash. He's moving pretty well on crutches. Amy, you will you root for Tiger? Not well, that you'll watch a bunch of golf, but will you root for Tiger okay. when he comes back? Yes, because I watched his documentary. I mean, I think he falls in line with a similar You're conversation right. of like you can think certain things about Tiger, and then watching that documentary, you learned a lot about his childhood. And then everything he went through. And then, yeah, you just you just never know. And so, yes, I will root for him. I mean, if you? I watch golf. Will you always root for Tiger? Yep. 
Yep. Too. And I sometimes I go, why am I rooting for Tiger? Because I've also heard some really terrible stories about how he's treated people that I know. And I go, not so bad though that again, back to the thing. He didn't hurt a kid. Yeah. He didn't kill anybody. Just being Tiger. But also, I don't. After you see the story, I mean, he didn't get to live a normal life ever. He you was. Start, you get it. You understand it. Well, no, I mean, I, I don't get it. At some point, people but... have to, you know, take responsibility for their actions. Absolutely. But once you hear a story, you're just like, well, I mean, no wonder. That makes sense. Still unclear if Tiger will ever play golf again. But the fact he's moving around seems like a good sign, the article says. A great-grandmother's arrested after a 10-year-old crashes her car. Why is she arrested? Yeah. She let, let him, him drive. drive. A great-grandmother is interesting. Because that's you either had to start having kids really young mm-hmm. to have like a great-grandmother. Because I didn't have a great-grandmother. But you were. I did. I had a great grandmother. Me, ma. That yeah. I mean, I remember. I have memories of her. So somebody had to have kids, or or they lived to be a hundred years yeah, old. Yeah, she was old. Really. Mm-hmm. So Bones, even though your mom had you at a young age, you didn't meet your great grandmother. She was the youngest. Ah. Of my grandfather and who I didn't know he died of cancer. My mom was eight, and um, and my grandmother of like five kids. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think they have Got to it. live a long life, even if you have them young. But if. Yeah, I mean, if she'd have been young, geez, I don't know, my great-great-great-great-grandmother. <laughs> the pride of Largo, Florida, Lauren Birch Burke has been hit with a felony after she allegedly told her 10-year-old grandson, great-grandson to drive her Ford Escape, oh. and he crashed into another car. Okay, but back in the day, 10-year-olds the, probably could drive this is for not, her. This is not, this is yeah, not back in the day. That's not an excuse. Today. Yeah. Okay. You can't get arrested and be like, no, officer, officer, really, back in the day, go look. <laughs> look at the newspaper, mm-hmm. 1941 Post. This was accepted. <laughs> The police report that Burke had been enjoying some vodka, backed mm. the SUV out, and then put the kid behind the wheel. Oh. In the car that was hit, there was a driver and three kids, none of whom were injured. Thank goodness. But she's the how, queen of Largo? Is that's that what it said? said. Yeah, I don't I, know. I wonder means. if she's like famous there. Now I wonder who the oldest person ever arrested is. <laughs> well, I wonder who the oldest person is still driving. Oh, get them off the road. Mm-hmm. A film crew is accused of spending fake movie money at a local business. Some of this money is so real looking. It doesn't always feel exactly right. And some of it's only one-sided that I've seen and been around. Even the money we had here. Oh, yeah. It looks when we so did a real. promo. We did a promo like, hey, we're giving away cash. And so we ordered a bunch of fake money. And it looked extremely real. It didn't feel exactly the same, but it looked really real. But there's been a rise in television and movie productions. And so with that comes counterfeit money. The Earlton Hill Country Store posted a warning to other locals stressing the importance of inspecting bills before taking them. They posted a picture of a fake $10 bill, which is clearly marked for motion picture purposes, but it was in small letters, and they think it was someone from the crew, obviously, that was able to have access to that money. Mm. I had a fake 20 once. Oh, like a real counterfeit? My no, dad, not a movie one. Yeah, my one. dad did a lot of deals with people from Mexico. That was like his business, and so he would get paid cash and some things, and he gave me like 20 bucks to go to the grocery store, and they like, ah, they did the little marker thing, and they're like, oh, this isn't real. And I'm like... Come on. But you it's thought be it real. was. Of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was really young, so they didn't question me or anything. They just kept it. Yeah, that stinks. I was like, man, I could have Because I think jail, anybody who, who was doing it for real, though, would still be like, I don't know what this is. Right. Uh, yeah, like somebody just gave Or I would have sent a kid to buy stuff. Change. So if they get arrested. <laughs> Maybe that's what my dad was they're doing. They're not. <laughs> just got away with it. What if your dad was running a counterfeit money <laughs> oh, ring? It wouldn't surprise me. Okay, friends, that's it. There. Oh, by the way, there are two male drivers who were issued new driver's licenses at age 104. I mean, if they pass the test. No. 
It's those reaction skills. That's what you worry about. But, but it, is it? What do you call it? Motor skills. After I think after age seventy five, because seventy five is is younger and younger every year. Don't do we agree? Yeah. Yes. Because when we were kids, seventy five was about to die. Now seventy five, you expect people to live that long. My all, all of my grandparents didn't reach seventy five. All of them. Okay, well, thanks, Debbie Downer. We're trying to do a just, dang segment just here. Telling you. Um, I think seventy-five. You start to get checked again every two years. You have to take the driving test again. Every year, probably. Every two months. <laughs> I think that's a little much. And if every- I have to get, yeah. Well, there's lots of tests. You, you know, girls have to go to the gynecologist every year. What? That's true. <laughs> that's a good point. Okay. Okay, I'm fine with every year. Heck, I'm fine with every week, but I just think it's hard to get people to go yeah, that often. True. All right. That's what's up with today. Thank you, guys. On uh, tomorrow's show, we have a cuddler on, a professional cuddler, mm. who gets paid 100 bucks an hour to cuddle people. On Friday, Brett Eldridge will be on. So uh, pretty fantastic little run here. Thank you, and goodbye.